0: Su casa de la cultura en la radio y online. Para la radio 90.1 KCSU Stanford. I am Isabel Jubes. Isabel Jubez Bienvenidos. Atenida, America. americana. Welcome. Welcome. Bienvenidos. From Stanford to the World. Our guest is the Latino Community Foundation CEO, Jacqueline martinez Garcia. The Latino Community Foundation have been growing exponentially in the last years, helping the community and inspiring many to be part of their effort. Their programs have helped thousands and they are planning on helping many more. One of their programs is the Latino Giving Circle there regular members of the society get together to join forces with others for the common good spreading wealth and education in worthy causes and unifying the community a few years ago i interviewed the latino community foundation when they were just launching the first latino given circle right now they have successfully established 14 given circles and have started many others their plan is to raise to a thousand giving circles all around the state stay with us to learn more about their history their current initiatives and their future plans and remember that this and all our shows are at org, and that there you can find all the information, more links, photos of everybody we have talked with in the last programs, and a little bit more about what Stanford Hispanic Broadcasting and our shows are. Also, you may listen to this and all the shows in any of your favorite podcasting platforms, and this is also a podcasting show. And that you can follow us to know more about what we are doing, about the next shows, and about what happened with our guests after our interviews in any of our social networks. So remember, go and check us out at stanfordhispanicpodcasting.org. And I really hope you enjoy this and all my shows. And I hope you let us know how we can satisfy you, how what kind of shows you would like to hear and what you like or not like so much about our programming. Stay with us. Well, and here we are Latin Americana, and today we have, for oh, I forget, the Latino Community Foundation and their CEO. Oh, hello. Nice. nice hello, Isabel. You. Thank you for coming
1: here. Happy to be here today. Very excited to be here. Yes. And we have today
0: uh, Jacqueline Martinez Garcel, and her family is originally from Dominican Republican. Uh, you know, my dad was born there. In the Dominican Republic? Yes, just you by know. coincidence. They were coming from Spain, yeah. his family, and he was born there. And today we're going to talk about some amazing things that the Latino Community Foundation has been doing. It, it has grown uh, exponentially it in does. few years. Yes is huge right now. And you also have all these small programs around that keep growing and growing. So tell us a little bit, what is the Latino Community Foundation?
1: Well, I'm really excited to be here to talk about the foundation. Isabella, as you Mm -hmm. said, in the last four to five years, the foundation has grown significantly. Um, We're also in the process of scaling our work across the state of California. We just launched uh, some new initiatives in Fresno and we'll be launching some new ones in Los Angeles in October. So we're really excited this foundation that's focused on three main pillars. The first pillar is inspiring philanthropy for and by Latinos. Mm -hmm. Latinos are very generous. We love to give. Uh, very uh, seldom, however, have we been invited to be part of the philanthropic sector. So Latino Community Foundation has created a platform for Latinos that have made it in all types of sector, in finance, in tech, in the nonprofit sector, who are doing well and want to pay it forward for younger Latinos to also do well. Mm-hmm. Um, so this inspiring philanthropy formed by Latinos has grown for 14 um, Giving Circle members to now 225 Latinos that are philanthropists. Our goal is by end of next year to have a thousand people to be part of this growing movement of Latinos that are philanthropic, that are investing their money, their time, their talent in helping our young people thrive. Uh, the second pillar is empowering Latinos to have a seat at the table when it comes to policy. As you know, mm-hmm. Latinos make up the largest ethnic majority minority in this uh, in this state. I don't like to use the word mm-hmm. minority anymore because we're we're far from that. Fourteen yeah. million strong. And so Latinos uh, have an important role to play when it comes to policy, informing policy and politics, uh, giving a space for our nonprofit leaders to take the stories from their communities and inform our politicians so that we have better laws that will help support Latino families here in California. And then the third pillar is transforming communities. So we work hard with community leaders. Our focus is to invest in nonprofits that are run by Latino leaders Mm -hmm. and helping them to expand their services uh build leadership in their community build political power in their community so they can transform their community it's an exciting place to be <laughs> in right now
0: great so w- one of the things that you guys do is you get uh, big donors yes. and then you put the money yeah. in uh, latino um causes yes, in
1: general,
0: yes, yes. Uh, but do you also do these small philanthropic groups?
1: Yes. So, uh, like I said, the Inspiring Philanthropy Formed by Latino is composed of, uh, right now, 10 giving circles, and these circles are groups of 14, 20, in certain cases, 40 Latinos that are saying, we can do more together. So, as opposed to writing a check to an organization, they now bring their resources together and invest larger grants to Latino led organizations. Mm -hmm. And these Latino led organizations are spread uh, throughout uh, Northern California, Central Valley. And like I said, we're going to be doing work in Los Angeles uh, Mm -hmm. in October of next year. Great. So, you're going to start a new giving circle over there? In Fresno, we just started one uh, Mm -hmm. about two weeks ago. We just Mm -hmm. launched it, and we're going to have another meeting for anyone who's listening out there and is interested in being part of the Central Valley. Mm -hmm. Uh, September 12th we'll be having the first official meeting. A group of leaders uh, Tim Rios, who's a huge Latino advocate and leader, brought together his compadres and his comadres Mm -hmm. and they're all folks that are leaders in Mm -hmm. the finance sector um, and all types of different sectors actually. And they're making a commitment to invest in the Central Valley region. Great. And then you did start uh, as a Latinas
0: giving circle. It si. started to be uh, as a woman-led mm-hmm. organization. Yeah.
1: This is this is an amazing uh, story to tell because it's an example of how movements get started. <laughs> and I uh, you know a lot of credit to women because we're so committed to causes that we do whatever it takes. My philosophy is hire a mother because she'll figure out the time to get things done. Right. <laughs> so 14 women in San Francisco three years ago under the leadership of Sara Velten. Mm-hmm. Um, Uh, came together to uh, invest in Latina youth. Uh, to create a pipeline of Latinas that were thriving again, whether it's in math, engineering, science. And uh, this group of 14 women uh, has now grown to 40-plus. And like I said, one giving circle. Now there are 10 giving circles um, spread all throughout uh, California. And uh, we're looking to then soon go into San Diego as well, San Bernardino, where the numbers of Latinos are relatively large. Mm -hmm. And it's a group of 225 people dedicated to investing in Latino-led issues and mm-hmm. Latino-led organizations. Great.
0: And you are starting one right here in Silicon Valley.
1: Yes, we have one in Silicon Valley, and we're, there are more than wel- more than enough space for people to come and join. Um, it's mm-hmm. probably the smallest uh, Giving Circle. Actually, Sadi has attempted twice to start it, and we know folks are really busy. I am very proud, however, that our Latinos in Tech Giving Circle, um, which started about a year, a little over mm-hmm. a year ago, Also grew significantly. Um, You know, a group of four or five is now a group of twenty-five Latinos in tech from folks working in Google, Mm -hmm. uh, in Facebook, and LinkedIn. Uh, These are young Latinos that are energized by the fact that uh, again our numbers are growing in the state, and we need to bring more into the tech field here and investing in STEM programs. Great, that is also new. So you say it has like about yes, a little over a year ago. Wow, really exciting. The
0: Latinos in And Latino Silicon Valley yes, in parallel. Yes, and the Silicon wow.
1: Valley one is is just still getting started. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's an area where it's 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 a giving circle that if there are Latinos who like to lead initiatives. Uh, we're looking for leaders that can help grow that uh, giving circle.
0: Remember that today we're talking with the Latino Community Foundation CEO Jacqueline Martinez Garcel about their foundation, about their plans, past and futures, and also about the Latino Giving Circles. Stay with us here in Atenea Americana.
1: of causes normally help. Yeah, And I, what I'm going to start by saying is that what makes this uh, Giving Circle idea amongst Latinos, and the Latino Community Foundation uh, has the largest Latino Giving Circle network. The network, like I keep saying, is 225 plus. Uh, we try to make this idea of philanthropy fun, right? Mm-hmm. We create uh, a space for people to discuss issues that are important to their communities. The giving circles have the independence that they get to select the areas that they work in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, for example, I just joined the Latino Giving Circle of East Bay, and we are just going through the process of, of discussing whether we want to invest in uh, Latino leaders, or we want to invest in promoting higher education, helping Latinos graduate from college. We know the numbers are still relatively, uh, they're not as high as they need to be. Um, Or we can invest in health. The group decides what, issue they want to focus on. Uh, The Latinos in tech, for example, invest in uh, STEM programs that are helping young Latinos uh, go into the tech sector, for example. Mm -hmm. So every group gets to decide what they want to do. Great. Great. And so they meet every once in a while. Yeah. It's a very, you know, like I said, we try to make this fun and easy. People lead Uh, very busy lives. Thanks to technology, we can convene online very easily as well. Uh, When the Giving Circle first gets launched, uh, there are about two or three meetings back to back across a month, once a month. Uh, to discuss what issue, again, the Giving Circle wants to focus on. Mm-hmm. Once the issue gets selected, uh, you meet on a quarterly basis. Mm-hmm. The Latino Community Foundation staff uh, will bring experts on a given topic. For mm-hmm. example, if the area that you're interested in investing in is um, improving high school graduation rates, mm-hmm. we'll bring organizations that are run by Latinos or mm-hmm. have 51% of their board that are Latinos. We bring uh, these experts to talk about the issue so that people can understand uh, what's the impact that it's having on Latinos and how can we change it. We always focus on how can it be changed. And the group then decides uh, their top three organizations, and then they vote together as a group. Mm -hmm. And um, a lot of times, Giving Circles decide to fund more than one organization because they're so impressed with the work that's happening. And the foundation serves as the, uh, the organization that actually gives the grants away, Manages impact, reports back to the donors, and organizes site visits. Uh, a group of giving circles just went to uh, the court in San Francisco with Centro Legal de la Raza, for example, to learn about the work that these lawyers are doing on behalf of families here in San Francisco. Mm-hmm.
0: Great. And other than the Latina Giving Circles, uh, what other uh, causes you guys support?
1: Yeah, so like I mentioned, uh, the second pillar is empowering Latinos to be part of Policy making. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one of the things that we invite organizations to be a part of is to join us in Sacramento to do advocacy work. Mm-hmm. We just launched a campaign "Yo Voy a Tu, and we're looking for volunteers that are anxious to get Latinos registered to vote. As mm-hmm. I said earlier, I'm very proud that Latinos make up a growing majority in the state of California. Uh, however, we need to show up at the polls. Right mm-hmm. now, 17 percent of registered Latinos are are are. Um, elect are showing up at the polls mm. and we need to change that it's there's an urgency especially with this election for latinos to rise up and to register to vote so we have this initiative and we're going to be partnering with latin life to register latinos at the Marc anthony concert marco antonio solis concert gloria trevi actually right here in san jose not too far from here Mm-hmm. And so, if there are Latinos that are interested um, in ensuring that our community votes, they can be part of this initiative. Mm-hmm. But we do care about Latinos having a seat at the table with. Uh, policymakers and decision-makers. We think that uh, given our, our growing numbers, it's important for us to allow politicians to have a dialogue with our community and understand the issues that our community cares about.
0: What about education? I know you guys also invest some of the money in education directly yeah. and, and reaching we do. people. Yeah,
1: I mean one of the issues that we will hopefully do even more work around is around college graduation rates. Uh, again, the numbers can be a lot better The the good news is that Latinos in the last uh, 30 years have tripled in number of people enrolled in colleges. So we know that young people have a desire to get into school and get their four-year degrees. There's been some issues, though, systemic problems, policy issues that make it really difficult for Latinos to graduate Mm -hmm. in four-year period. So we are looking for initiatives that we can invest in that will both support the family and the student and inform policies on what will make it easier for Latinos to complete their four-year degrees mm-hmm. because the desire and the will is there. So now we have to make sure that we turn over these numbers. And the reason it's so important is the economy of California depends on the successful graduation rates of Latinos. Yes. Our tax base is going to be based on the majority Latinos here, so the more we can uh, prepare our young people to have four-year degrees and graduate-level degrees to go into high-demand, high-salary jobs like in tech or healthcare, the better the state will be, the stronger the state will be. So we invest in programs like Educados, for example. They actually work with younger families and younger children mm-hmm. to ensure that families are uh, are have the Uh, tools and the resources and the knowledge to be able to navigate Mm -hmm. the school system, for example, uh, to feel empowered, Mm -hmm. to uh, inform the school board, to run for school board positions, for example, Mm -hmm. so that they are more well-connected with the Mm -hmm. school system. Mm -hmm.
0: Great. And uh, those programs, uh, you invest on other organizations or you run some programs? So
1: we, for the most part, uh, invest through our giving circles. We make grants and we also raise money through our GALA. We're so proud that that in our last gala in April, 600 plus Latinos showed up and they've given funding to our foundation. Um, And so we use that funding to invest in these organizations. We also, like I've been mentioning, the policy component we do as a foundation. We think it's very important to convene the organizations. When we brought them together in Sacramento, there were 200 plus community leaders. And to be able to have one agenda that uh, rises to the top the issues that Latinos care most about and have a solution, group of solutions in place. It's something that we do. So we convene these organizations. We provide technical assistance to these organizations. We don't like just to write a check, right? Mm-hmm. We want to do beyond the check support to the organization so they can thrive
0: mm-hmm. and so that
1: their leadership can thrive. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of Latinos' leading organizations have a lot of great intentions to improve, but uh, the more they connect with one another, the stronger their voice will be. Yes. I know that a few years ago, you were already one of
0: the biggest Latino community foundations mm-hmm. in the nation. Mm-hmm. And you kept growing. How, how has been the growth of the Latino Community Foundation? So
1: we're doing really well here in California. Mm-hmm. We can do a lot better. I, that What drives me, I moved out here from <laughs> New York City to be a part of this foundation because the numbers are so exciting in California. Yeah. Uh, we right now are building, uh, building in our own endowment. So we welcome anyone who is willing to invest in our foundation. Uh, but yes, you're right. Uh, we have a foundation, not us, but there are other Latino community funds in Colorado, mm-hmm. in Washington State. The Hispanic Federation in New York is very similar in concept. Uh, we are looking in the next five years, though, to triple our growth, mm-hmm. uh, again, statewide and, and grow this endowment that we are very anxious to actually begin.
0: Thank you for listening to Atenea Americana, your house of culture in the radio and on Online. In this bilingual show, I bring you every week one hour in English and one hour in Spanish, opening a window to the cultural Hispanic world. You can hear in the intro and at the final of the show, as well as right now, music from the legend of Latin jazz Oscar Hernandez. This and all my shows are in stanfordhispanicbroadcasting.org, where I wait for your comments. I invite you to be part of this. And remember that today we're talking with the Latino Community Foundation CEO Jacqueline Martinez Carcel about their foundation and their plan this endowment is the money that you will annually get from other foundations and put together to help people
1: to this extent yes Uh, we have been partnering with the Kellogg Foundation for example Uh, Hewlett is one of our partners Uh, we are very much interested however to build this foundation with other Latinos Mm -hmm. that want to invest in the Latino community to be part of something greater than just one person so if there are Latino listeners right now that that want to build a foundation that is focused on building the leadership of Latinos here in California, we invite people to be part of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we like to say this is it's a Latino community foundation meaning it belongs to the people and uh, we welcome leaders that are invested in the future of Latinos here in California. Great. So,
0: and what are your plans for the next few years? What is your map?
1: Yeah, so there are three major priorities Mm -hmm. for us right now. The first one is to continue growing statewide. We just launched a couple of weeks ago in Fresno, our giving circle. Mm -hmm. And like I said, in October, we'll launch in LA. But our goal is to have a presence across the state of California in Mm -hmm. the next five years uh, to both uh, bring together Latinos to invest in the foundation, but also grow our investments in the Central Valley in Southern California. So growing geographically is very important for us right now because for Mm -hmm. the most part, we've just had a presence in Northern California. Mm -hmm. The second priority is to hone in on a specific area. Higher education and economic mobility are very critical to our work. So we want to be able to identify very specific impact that we can measure over five years, uh, whether it's, you know, by, 2040 double the number of graduation rates, then that will be our goal for the next five years. But we're going through our board right now, identifying the area and the metric. And the third is building our endowment as a foundation. Mm -hmm. Uh, We currently uh, are just beginning that process right now. And that's in the next five years, we hope to have an endowment, a sizable endowment for the foundation.
0: And we wish you the best doing that. And thank you for coming
1: here. Happy to be here today. Very excited to be here. And well, this was Atenea
0: Americana.
1: Atenea Americana. Stanford, 90.1 FM. Radio Atenea Americana.
0: A window to the Latin Universe. This is Radio Atenea Americana. Bilingual House of Culture, on the air and online. Su Casa de la Cultura, en la radio y online. Para la radio 90.1 KCSU, Stanford. I am Isabel Jubes. Isabel Juves. Vuelve pronto. Americana. America. America. From Stanford to the world. Remember to come back soon. Chao. See you later.